On the show today, I'm joined by Corbin Blue. We discuss his work in the iconic High School Musical trilogy, as well as his starring turn in Broadway's Kiss Me Kate, which is on Broadway right now. It's a fantastic interview, so don't go anywhere. Hello and welcome to the brand new episode of Benjamin Mayo McKay's Talk To Me. I'm your host, Benjamin, and I'm so excited to be joined on the show today by Corbin Blue. He played Chad Danforth in High School Musical, which shot him to instant fame in the mid-2000s with the High School Musical trilogy. And now he's on Broadway in Kiss Me Kate opposite Kelly O'Hara and Will Chase, and he has received a number of award nominations for his incredible performance in that show. And we talk all about his origins and how he got started in the performing industry, through High School Musical and all the shows that he's done on Broadway. So here's my chat with Corbin. Enjoy. Welcome to the show, Corbin, and thank you so much for joining me today. My, my pleasure, Benjamin. Now, what inspired you to pursue a career in the performance industry? I started at a very early age. My, my father's an actor as well. Still the actor to this day. He does hundreds of television commercials. So, you know, growing up, um, I used to... He, on, on his back, he would take me, you know, in, in, in the little baby sling and, and bring me to his audition. So I, I literally grew up going around casting directors and um, I I loved watching television and watching movies and I would always quote every film and every television show that I would watch because I'd watch them over and over and over again. And um, my, both of my parents thought that uh, it might be something that I, I would be interested in doing, and uh, I, I loved it. And they tried everything with me. You know, they, 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 I'm the oldest of four kids, and they tried to you know, introduce us to sports and to um, martial arts, and I mean, I really I was very active as a kid, and, uh, but it was, it was the performing arts that I really just took to. And from the point where you knew that you wanted to pursue it in some capacity, how did you go about realizing your goal? What training did you undertake? Well, I was put into dance classes and acting classes as a kid, um, as well as singing, singing lessons. And uh, as, I, as I got older, um, and I actually started working professionally at a, at a, at a pretty young age as well. Um, so a lot of my training was just through experience. Um, when I moved, when my family moved to Los Angeles, I was born in Brooklyn. Uh, so when my family moved to Los Angeles when I was about seven, uh, I continued taking classes there and, and, uh, I eventually went to Debbie Allen's dance Academy, um, as well as, uh, LOXA, which is LA County high school for the arts. Uh, and I was in the theater department there. Um, and, once uh, college came around, I, I, I was accepted into Stanford, but it was actually at the same time, uh, it was the same year that I also booked High School Musical. Um, I ended up deciding to uh, postpone going to college and take that project. Um, after working on that project, though, you know, it definitely was, it changed my career and it brought everything to a different level. And, and I started working a lot more. Um, and, you know, that's, that's, is a lot, of, that is how this business goes. You know, when, when work comes, you do have to kind of strike all the irons hot. Um, so, uh, really, experience has been a big part of my teaching. 
As you said, you started working professionally quite young. So what was your first day on a set like? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I really don't remember. I, uh, I, I was a sport model, and I, I modeled for Tommy Hilfiger um, when I was four years old. Um, and I was doing television commercials even before then as a, as a, as a kid. Um, and I worked off-Broadway when I was about six. Um, so to be honest, I don't really remember my first day on set. Uh, I was I was a child actor and child model. Um, but uh, I do remember uh, as I got a little bit older, um, my, my my first time on a, on a big feature film set was a, a movie called Soldier with Kurt Russell. Um, and I do remember that one. And there, there was, there was a, uh, Kurt Russell played this space soldier, um, who ended up getting, uh, stranded on this giant trash planet. And, uh, they're, they're on the planet. There were all these, you know, inhabitants, but, uh, one of, one of uh, some of the inhabitants were a bunch of kids. And, uh, I just remember being surrounded by a bunch of kids on set. I mean, we wouldn't, you know, we would, we would go, we would work, we would do our scenes, and then we would go into the into the uh, school trailer, and you know, you have you have a, a, a set tutor and set teacher, um, and yeah, I mean, it was it was, you know, you, you you find the balance between just being a kid uh, and and also working, and and you know, understanding that this this is this is really fun. Um, but it is also uh, a job. Uh, so it instills a lot of discipline. And because you were around that discipline and all those sets and theatres from such an early age, are there any nerves left for you when you take on work? Oh, of course. Of course. I always say that if if, I, if you don't get nervous, that means you don't care. Um, you know, when, when, I, when, I, when, I, when, I have, when I have nerves, even, you know, to this day, I, you know, right now I'm, I'm, I'm currently... Uh, working on Kipsy Kate on Broadway and you know we do eight shows a week uh, we've been doing it now for about, about three months and you know eight, eight, eight shows a week for three months it's the same show every day so I, I know the show like the back of my hand uh, but there you know there are still times right before I walk out on stage for certain numbers that I I, I get nervous and I think that well, one this particular project it's it's a it's a very very dance heavy show, uh, and and some of the dancing is a, it's very tricky. Um, so there are elements that, for instance, I I I, I, dance, I do a tap dance up and down these stairs, and then at one point I actually grab onto these railings and I flip upside down and I tap upside down. Um, so there's just a lot of um, precarious moments. So that is partially why I do get nervous. Um, but I, I always remind myself, you know, I'm getting nervous because I don't want to mess up. And that means that I do care about what I'm doing. Um, you know, so it's, uh, I think it's still a good thing to get nerves. And you just got to remember that it's nerves are just excitement and you just have to, just have to breathe. That's <laughs> really all you got to do. You just got to breathe through it. Sometimes when you, when you, when you do get nervous, you do forget to breathe and, and it, it, your heart is beating and you say Again? Obviously, with a show like Kiss Me Kate, where there are things that can go wrong so easily, what is what is the best way to save yourself when a moment has got slightly out of hand on stage? Oh, um, 
the show goes on. You know, I mean, it really, it really depends on the moment. Um, you, first of all, audiences love when things go wrong. Um, that it's, it's just, it's, it's, because you get to, it's a live experience, you know, and you're, 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 sometimes you're in it, you're in, you're, you know, as an audience member, um, when something goes wrong, you, you really want to watch how they do recover. Uh, and then you get to walk away and say, you know, I was there when, when this ended up happening and, and then they, they did this and it was so cool. Um, so, you know, I, I think that in the same way, uh, that you just have to breathe through it. You, when something goes wrong, you can't freak out about it. You just gotta kind of breathe through it, take it in, react to it. How, how, you know, maybe your character would, or, or maybe, you know, you, you bring in something witty or sometimes you just keep going. Um, you know, for instance, if you, if you, the, the floor that we have right now is a very, very, it's for, for tapping. It's not a great floor for tapping. It's kind of slippery. Um, so, you know, a few of us have slipped and fallen and you just, you just get back up, you laugh and you, you keep on going. You know, I think that's the one thing sometimes is if you, for instance, if you, if you fall and you're, you, you, you take it as embarrassment, it, it, the audience feels that same reaction of embarrassment for you. Whereas if you get up and you just laugh and you shrug it off or go, Hey, this is what it is. And you just keep going. Um, they follow along with that as well. The audience always sort of feels what you feel. And Kiss Me Kate has had such a wonderful critical response. You personally have got a Cheetah Revere Award nomination and a Drama Desk Award nomination. So firstly, congratulations. Thank you. What drew you to the project? For this project, it was everyone working on the project. Um, Already attached to it was... Kelly O'Hara and Will Chase, um, Scott Ellis, our director, uh, who I'd actually worked with a little bit um, on the previous Broadway show that I did, which was Holiday Inn. Um, Warren Carlisle is our, our you know world class choreographer, and, and Paul Gemignani is our, our music conductor. Um, who uh, you know, he's he was he was Stephen Sondheim's music conductor for, for years. And it's, it's, that's his guy. Uh, so really it's a, it's a group of, of giants. And then my, the, the girl who plays opposite of me, Stephanie Stiles is, uh, this is her Broadway debut, but she is just so fierce and so on point. Um, to be able to work with all of these people, um, you know, it, it was no matter what the show was, <laughs> uh, this, it was definitely a wonderful opportunity. But then also to to be doing Kiss Me Kate, um, you know, Kiss Me Kate was the, the first first musical ever to win uh, the Tony for Best Musical. Uh, so it, it really is the penultimate, uh, um, or sorry, the, sorry, the, the pinnacle of um, Broadway musicals of, of the classic Golden Age musical. And it's currently uh, scheduled to play till June 30. Do you think there will be any chance of further extensions? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily foresee that. Um, just because the production company is Roundabout Theatre Company, um, which is a wonderful company uh, to work with. I actually worked with Roundabout uh, on the last show, Holiday Inn, that I did. So this is my second time working with them. They are a non-for-profit theater organization. Um, and so every, everything that they uh, 
that they uh, all the revenue that they bring in all goes back into their their education programs and and building um, other other projects for for you know some up and coming uh, performance performers uh, and writers and uh, but that does mean that even like production contracts they don't have uh, as much money to bring into a project as um, you know say. Uh, another production company or data company with, with different types of backers. Um, so if we did extend past that, uh, that would mean that we would have to move into a production contract, which ends up being a lot more money for them. Um, I don't know if that's uh, feasible. <laughs> um, usually with roundabout production companies, uh, roundabout theater uh, projects, usually they go through their run and then uh, it's sort of a revolving door of projects. Well, that's fair enough. But uh, how, how about this then? Do you think theatre should be filmed or broadcast in some capacity to make it more accessible on a global scale? I think it would be wonderful. Uh, I, again, I don't know if that's going to happen with this project. Uh, but the last one that I did for Holiday Inn, there was a company called Broadway HD. And they came in with like 16 different HD cameras, and they filmed over the course of four performances and they edited together a, a movie, uh, which they, they broadcast live on Broadway HD. And then they, they, they aired it again on PBS. And there was even a day where, uh, across the country that it was, it was played in theaters, which was so cool. I, I got a group of my friends and we all went to a movie theater and, and, and watched the show, which is so cool, you know, because it's, when you're doing theater, you never get to actually watch your work. You know, with film and television, you go, you film, later you get to watch the film or watch the, the television show, but you never get that, that opportunity with theater. Um, and then they even uh, for for the anniversary of the original Holiday Inn film from, from the, the 40s, um, it, they, they, they released a new DVD and they attached the... Broadway performance to the DVD, so it's not even on DVD. Um, I think it's a really wonderful thing. You know, people across the, the country or across the world who might not be able to have the opportunity to make the trip to New York, um, or you know, even to afford a Broadway show, it, it's expensive to go to see a, a Broadway show. Um, you know, they have the opportunity to to experience. These, these different shows. Um, and Broadway HD, there, there are a lot of other shows that they, they work with. Um, and again, I don't know if this particular show is, is going to be filmed and going to have that. Uh, it, it does get again cost money. Uh, so, um, but we did just record the cast album. So, uh, you know, there is something there that you will be able to uh, get a little insight into, into what's going on stage. Well, I know our listeners will certainly be looking forward to that release. Now, I'd like to uh, take you back a little bit and talk about High School Musical, which obviously catapulted you, along with the other cast members, to a, a different level of sort of global stardom. What do you think made High School Musical the success that it is? Uh, well, it was... I think you, you, had, you had a group of, of uh, young actors all very driven, all enjoying what they were doing, um, you know, and, and all very versatile in, in, in performing arts. Uh, and for the most part, you know, none, none of us were, were huge 
stars at that point, you know, I think you really got to just see us as our characters. Um, and it's also an original musical for the new generation. Um, you know, which, which as a, as a, as a television musical or film musical that hadn't been done in, uh, in a long time. Uh, so I, I, I think it, it's, Musicals are, are are magical things, um, and you don't. Sometimes you don't even realize until after the fact about how how hooked you could become. And once it was released, because audiences became hooked <clears throat> very quickly. So once it was released, how quick was that mania? How quickly did you become a recognizable face? It, it was pretty overnight. Uh, I, I, literally from one day to the next, it was. Uh, Went to what went, had went, gone out and, and got mobbed, and it was uh, life was very different. <laughs> now, uh, in addition to obviously there were, there were a number of high school musical films, but there was also a concert tour that played more than fifty dates. I think how different was that compared to performing on a Broadway stage? Um, well, first, just the the, the concert version of of high school musical was it really it felt like a like a, a rock concert i mean it was so cool we had you know pyrotechnics and we had um a, a massive uh band and and all of our dancers and um i mean even even down to the elements of the stage itself you know for instance for for one of my numbers i got to pop up out of the the toaster you know which is sort of what, what when you think about like you know what when, when when michael jackson would would, would pop up out of the stage. That's what the toaster was. Um, so there was really, really, really cool elements. Um, and we had, we, we performed in, in arenas and, and, and in stadiums even, you know, like 70,000 people a night. Um, it was, it was so much fun for us and, um, it was chaos, but it was, uh, it was really, really fun. I mean, totally different from a Broadway show though, you know, with the Broadway show, you're, you're you're telling a specific storyline and a specific arc, and even though uh, we had the, the high school musical films, which have their their story arc, the concert wasn't following through that same storyline. It was it was more of specifically the songs and celebrating the music itself. You know, so anytime you have a, a concert version of something, it's it's going to be a little bit different. Um, you're not you're not watching a character go from from beginning to end. Of course. And a couple of years ago, you reunited with a number of the other cast members to celebrate the 10th anniversary. How did it feel looking back? And, you know, where did the time kind of go? It feels like it was yesterday that those films were, you know, coming out and in the height of their popularity. That's good. I, it doesn't feel like yesterday to me. <laughs> um, you know, I, it, it feels like it's been a, a long time. It has. I mean, the first one came out in 2005. Um you know, it's, 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 it's been many years since then. Um, and, and a lot has, has happened in life. Um, and, and I've, you know, it's been, it's been wonderful to, to continue working and just continue experiencing life. And I've, I've, I've met the love of my life. I've been married since then. Um, we, uh, we, we still find it so interesting though, how even as the years do go on, um, the people who grew up with the movie originally, you know, they, 
for them, they, they, when they, when they talk about it, they say how it was their childhood. But then at the same time, there's like newer generations that, that watch the film. I, you know, I, I have kids still that will come up and they talk about how they watched the movie and they, you know, they weren't even born when, <laughs> when, when the movie came out. Um, so it is, it is, uh, it is really interesting to, to see. And, and, and I mean, it's, it's a, it's a really, it's a really wonderful thing how, how it does continue to feed new generations. So you've obviously done TV, you know, and film and a lot of theater. Do you have a preference of which to work in? They each have their benefits. Film and television definitely pays the bills. <laughs> uh, but there's nothing like doing theater. Uh, you know, Broadway shows, live theater, you really get that, that immediate response from the audience. Um, and as I was talking before with a through line from, from start to finish, when you're doing film and television, you don't, um, everything's shot out of order. So you don't realize, sometimes you don't really get to feel that finished product until it's all over and until it's all edited together. But with, with theater, you know, it, it is an immediate fulfillment and immediate feeling of, you know, going through, going through a character's arc, you start from the beginning of the show and you go to the end of the show. And, and, uh, just as, as a performer, as an actor, that really is fulfilling. Mm, it certainly would be. And you have been working in the performance industry for a while now. So how do you think the industry has evolved since you first started working? Um, I mean, the, the, the dawn of social media, uh, you know, we, we, and even digital, uh, we, we how how we how we view our content is very very different. Uh, first of all, just television shows. You know, you, you it was pretty common to have a half hour or or an hour, and now you know you can you can easily have tel- television shows or, or digital online platforms that that release five, seven, ten minutes, ten minutes for an episode. And uh, you, everything is released at once. You know, with things, with things like Netflix, you know, it's not, it's not just over the course of weeks. You, you binge watch television. Um, so it, it is, I, I think it's, uh, it's just very different how we, how we take in our, our, our entertainment now. Um, it's we don't. It's harder to to savor. Um, you know, I think when when you talk, when you think about having to wait weeks, you know, for even you know now, you know, with, with Game of Thrones, I'm a huge, huge Game of Thrones fan, and there's there's anticipation that builds up. You know, and every week, right now, it's not all being released at once. We have to wait every single week for the new episode to come out. And then before that, you have to wait a year, you know, in, in between seasons. And as much as the waiting can kill you, the anticipation builds and it builds excitement. Um, where you don't necessarily get that with, with when everything is released. It is an immediate satisfaction to be able to binge watch something. You know, I, I love binge watching. Um, but there, there, there is, it does leave uh, something out you know, with, with, in, in regards to, to anticipation. Certainly. Do you think you enjoy content you have to wait for? 
more than something you binge watch? I think so. I think I think you you allow it time for it to settle more. You know, when I when I binge watch television, sometimes I when it's when it's, I can I can watch you know an entire series in, in a few days, and then you know a few weeks later. I can be talking to somebody about it, and I'm like, "Oh wait, what was that again? I don't really remember." And whereas something that I've I've watched over the course of you know, however many years or or times, you know, after, after after weeks and weeks and weeks, you you allow time to to you allow your brain to settle on it, and, and you, you mull it over, and you every time you you see a new episode, you kind of go back to the other episodes and, and, and rethink about what was going on. Um, so it. It, it, I feel like it leaves a much longer lasting impression. Hmm. I think you're absolutely right, yeah. Now, as, uh, as we said earlier, Kiss Me Kate is playing until June 30 uh, in New York on Broadway. After that, where can our listeners expect to see you across the year? Is there anything else that you can talk about and let us know what's going on? I, I have actually been uh, going from... Uh, right before I did this, I did Anything Goes... And then right before that, I did Singing in the Rain. Uh, so I have, I have literally been going from one musical to the next for the past year. Um, I am exhausted. <laughs> uh, so I am, I am going to uh, take a little break. I, I, uh, my, my wife and I, um, we, uh, we have a new house and we're, we're, we're going to be doing a bunch of renovations on, that, on the place. And I actually want to, to work on uh, the renovations myself and we, we want to do a lot of, a lot of the work ourselves. So, um, you know, we're going to be maybe taking some time and, and making our home. That sounds like a really nice way to unwind after the, the, the hectic last few years, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, Corbin, before I let you go, what advice would you offer to anyone looking to work in the performance industry? Um, I would say you definitely have to love it. Um, if there's if there's something else that you 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 find more interesting or you love more, if you're just kind of thinking about dabbling in it, um, it might not be for you. There's a lot of you know not to not to turn you off to it, but there's a lot of rejection in this industry, and it's you have to be in it for the long haul. Um, find find the joy in it, and also. You, you do have to have other things outside of it as well. Um, for instance, as I was just saying, how I'm, I'm, I, I definitely am going to take a break and we're going to go work on, on, our, on our home. I love building and I, I, I love creating things. I love seeing something that at the end is, is, is something tangible. Um, and so just to have that outside of, outside of work, it, to take your mind off of it, to have, have a, a different outlet, um, I think it's very important because you can become easily obsessed and uh, it's, it's not, and I, I, I personally don't find that healthy. Uh, so, so yeah, find, find other things as well. Um, and, and when you are doing it, just always remember to find the joy. Well, Corbin, thank you so much for your wise words and your time today. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you and all the best to the rest of the Kiss Me Kate run. Thank you so much, Benjamin. You have a great one. That was my chat with Corbin Blue. Now, you can find him on Broadway right now, and as soon as the Kiss Me Kate soundtrack album is released, we'll put a link to that in the show notes.
Well, as always, thanks to our incredible supporters, Palace Nova Cinemas, Mad Zombie Collectibles, and ZQ Racing. You can find all of their details under the supporters section of the website. And, as always, don't forget to follow me over on social media, Benjamin Mayer McKay on Instagram, Benjamin MM underscore on Twitter, and Benjamin Mayer McKay on Facebook. Look for the blue check mark to make sure it is really me you are following. Well, we'll be back later with another exciting interview. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.